Hello and welcome to the weekly Yes, a podcast where two best friends talk about their joint mission to say yes to life. I am your host, Yara Skakfjord, and co-host is my bestie, the amazing Kristen Guerin. On today's episode, we talk about both Christmas and Hanukkah and how the energy of miracles infuses our lives during this dark time of the year. And our inner children get some space to discuss Santa Claus and how important it is to believe. For today's fast facts, I thought I would remind you that a lot of our vocabulary on this podcast comes from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Both the term morning pages and the word synchronicities come from that book. Just for some context, morning pages are a three-page stream of consciousness writing that you do first thing in the morning to clean out your system, so to speak, so you can be a clearer channel for creativity. And synchronicities refers to those moments in our lives that some of us might call coincidences. Other might call it signs from the universe. Oh, and one more thing. I don't recommend letting young children listen to this specific episode if you wish to hold on to their yuletide innocence. So, with that said, let me drop you straight into our conversation. Enjoy. I just wrote in my morning pages that I was like, I think I'm starting to believe in miracles again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such something. timing. Oh. Hanukkah comes up this week, which is the portal. It is, is historically speaking, a, a story about miracles, but, or a miracle, but it is more importantly, the, the time when there is an energy of miracles that we can tap into. Regardless of religious affiliation of the holiday, it's also just a time. And so is Christmas, like this entire time. Also, around your Christmas is also about the story of a miracle as well. And the story of light coming into the world. Both, we just learned this in Kabbalah the other day. Hanukkah occurs, the first day of Hanukkah is on the month of Kislev, which is Sagittarius, the 25th day of Kislev. And of course, uh, Christmas is the 25th day of December. Not a coincidence. Interesting. 25 has some significance there, which I don't want to go into now because I don't remember it and I will butcher it and and it will not do justice to it. However, there is significance there about bringing the divine into our lives in the number 25. So yeah, believing in miracles makes all the sense in the world for December and for this moment that we're about to go into. That's lovely. That's really beautiful. I have to mention this because I just recognized this synchronicity yesterday, and then it was confirmed again this morning. Last week, when I set my intention for the week to be more more positive, I think either the same day or the day before, I had pulled uh, to put on my altar a very specific, I asked my Viking Oracle deck that has the Norse Pantheon in it, I asked which which deity, which god or, or goddess can help me with this specific thing that I was asking for help with. And the goddess that came through was the goddess Sol, which means sun. And now that I'm mm. hearing myself say it out loud, it sounds like soul, like the soul. So anyway, and then there was the rune that I pulled a few days before that when I was crying about the trees that I, <laughs> that I talked about last episode. That was the rune of the sun. I was like, oh, wow, like the sun is really coming through. That's so interesting. Mm. I received in the mail yesterday, I had bought some kind of like mystery scent or whatever, like perfume, whatever. And the name of the perfume is Soleil, which is sun. Mm. 
And I, I was like, that. what is happening? That's so weird. And then yesterday, you in our Facebook Messenger chat changed the mm-hmm. theme. You changed the theme of our chat to be like the sun. Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. That's so funny. That meant something to you. It meant nothing to me. It was completely arbitrary for me. That's so funny. So weird. And then this morning, I pulled this card that says sunstone, which is also about the sun. I was like, what is going on here? This is so, <laughs> so random. And of course, it's about, yeah, it's about the sun and like the energy of the sun and life force. But it's also just about light in general. And yeah. really, like we we're talking about earlier about trusting, like you trust that the light is there even in the midst of like insane darkness, which we are experiencing mm-hmm. quite literally because we're in the darkest time of the year. But it's just going to keep getting darker until December 21st when the winter solstice happens and then it starts to get lighter again. But this is really a time where we're being challenged with literal darkness. Agreed. How can we actually stay light and stay bright? And how can we cultivate or reveal more light in the midst of all of this darkness? And externally, just light a bunch of candles, right? <laughs> but on a more, like, more spiritual level, like how do you do that? Like when everything's just, oh, like all the trees are dead and it's just like dark. And, ugh. and of course, there's also just a lot of darkness. In, in world events and that stuff. So interesting. The reason uh, Hanukkah and Christmas happen at this time is because it is the darkest time of the year. And so therefore, there is more potential to allow for more light to come into the world. In having more darkness, there is the opportunity for more light. Like it's mm-hmm. actually a gift that's given to you to be able to reveal more light. And resident theologian in this room right now, <laughs> I have my bachelor's in theology for those who don't know, the historical Jesus was born in the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's actually not the celebration of his birthday. It's, it is. It's when we celebrate Jesus' birthday. However, it's really the revealing of all of this light in the world. That's what the significance is. And that's why it happens in December for a bunch of reasons, including wanting to convert a lot of people who are pagans or Jews. But that's another conversation. Yeah, <laughs> But right. also... It's also it's also like a spiritual holiday and mm-hmm. it happens at a moment when it is the darkest dark and that has the most potential, the opportunity for the most potential to reveal light and blessings. And you just said in when you were talking about was the Vikings you were saying were using this sunstone? Yes, you the said, Vikings uh, the Vikings used the sunstone to find the sun when it wasn't visible in the sky. Yeah. It's like a crystal, like a calcite that they used to to find it is really cool. Which I love because you said the sun is there even when you can't see it. And that light is still able to be used even when it's not, when it's not super visible. And, and especially sometimes when it's not super visible, um, if we can make the action and we can make the, the intention and the effort or the restriction, whatever word you want to use, to bring more light into the world, we have the potential to, and that's what miracle is, right? Something that goes against nature right? Something that happens that isn't natural, that doesn't seem like it should. It should progress in this direction. It's mm-hmm. us embodying or bringing down, bringing the light into the world. It's our like physical manifestation of that light. And I love that the sunstone is also, it just reminds me, sorry, there's so many things here about Hanukkah because it's also, you have to work with nature in order to bring down the divine. In order mm-hmm. to access the divine, you work with nature. I know, oh my gosh, we see this in so many spiritual traditions, including shamanism and Celtic traditions. I'm just thinking of so many different things right now that it's like crystals are a perfect example of that's nature. So literally in the sunstone, you're using the, or or in Hanukkah, you're lighting oil. We were talking the other day in my class about how using wax candles 
doesn't actually allow you to bring about because it's not natural. If you're using a natural oil or something, then it allows you to actually bring up, bring about those blessings. And the sunstone is bringing about the light. It's bringing down the light in that it's this natural crystal. Not only that, like the crystal is from, the crystal exists in Iceland. You know what I mean? It's of the, yeah. their land. It's not like they found it somewhere else and, and brought it. No, it literally exists on the land that they inhabited, which is just wild to me because we are given everything we need. I know I one that. of the one of the main principles in Kabbalah, I'm in level one right now, is I already have everything I need. Yeah. Like I don't need anything else. I don't need anything else externally. Speaking of working with nature, everything has already been provided for you. Yeah. Just got to find it or work with it. And I, oh, I also thought about, because in the winter and like around Christmas, there's a lot of citrus fruit, right? Like uh, available. That's when citrus fruit, I think, is like at its peak, which is essentially just like the sun in a fruit, hmm. like oranges and mandarins and like lemons and everything. It's just, here you go. While the sun is not in the sky, you can eat it. It's just amazing. It's actually amazing. That's just how that goes. Like we're already provided with everything. Yeah. So I think if you believe that you're all that you're already provided for right here and right now. I wonder if you're able to reveal more light and or increase the likelihood of a miracle occurring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? agreed. I think there's also, if we, if we talk about like, there being multiple timelines at any given moment too, that there is a timeline where I have, I'm single right now for those listening. <laughs> there is a timeline in which I am with my soulmate. There is a timeline in which I am living in another country or I'm doing, you know what I mean? There's, there are different timelines. So if that's what you want, there's a timeline in which I'm a millionaire. Yeah. It's not what I want. So maybe there's not a timeline. That seems like too much responsibility. Or maybe it just um, happened accidentally. You were like, oh, whoopsie. Now I'm a millionaire. And then I, and then I gave it all away within minutes. Most likely. And I came down to a, and I gave down to a comfortable number. You um, would be like Dolly Parton in that way. I would not. I wouldn't want that. That doesn't, that seems like it's, it's, a, it's shackles, not... Nope. Do you but know she, what I mean? She like, could be a billionaire, but she's, quote unquote, only a millionaire because she keeps giving it away. I love that so much. I didn't know yeah. that. That seems like the way to do it also. But that's uh, a whole other story. But if there's a lot of, there's a lot of different timelines, there's an infinite number of timelines, uh, then all you have to do is trust that you have a right. Like me at 33 years old, there is a version of me that has this exact thing that I want right now. You actually already have it. So it's just trusting that you already have it. And then that allows you to shift into that timeline that allows you to so it's but if i don't believe that it's possible if i don't believe that there's something that's something i can do then there's no way you can ever access it yeah so it's more so it's more about knowing that it exists and just allowing it to come closer to you or like pulling mm -hmm. it a little bit closer to you rather than i know it exists somewhere out there so i'm gonna fight my way through with the machete to like to get there so many things standing in my way and i have to or like you said you you don't believe that it's going to happen. Like you don't believe that it exists or could exist or, or oh, it's going to take, oh, it's going to take too much effort. Oh, it's going to take too much mm -hmm. time. It's not worth it. Oh, like that kind of thing. Whereas like this energy of miracles is like anything can happen. Anything can change in like a split second. So the card I pulled today is a change can happen in a heartbeat is what it says. And I was just thinking it's true. Things can change on a, on a dime, right? It makes me think of my friend who was really struggling. We had a call two weeks ago where he was just financially struggling, spiritually struggling, emotionally, just not doing well. 
he's an actor and he calls me and he's and he hasn't worked in forever and he's he has so many checks that haven't come in yet and he's just he was struggling and his motorcycle was giving out and really just having a lot of a lot of issues had to give back his rental car and he says to me I was like I just don't know I feel so lost and so low three days later I just faced up <laughs> on his way to or on his coming back from shooting a huge tv show driving a tesla that he just bought and i was like i'm sorry who is this he just <laughs> collapsed a timeline he was just like what i was in the wrong life i was in the wrong timeline i'm gonna go over here and this what? is the way this person operates all the time i've known him years and years now and he always shifts in a heartbeat it's like literally his entire life changes in a day it's definitely his superpower, right? Unfortunately, he also has to go through those low lows to get to the high highs, right. which is something we've talked about a lot. But wow, how high those highs are, right? And how quickly everything shifts for him. So things can shift in a day. Things can shift on a dime. And I think that's uh, that's also really big. There's also a time and place for everything. I'm sorry, I'm just going to go into the next thought, which is yeah. my I, had, I learned this week in multiple places, in class, in my own life, about just my relationship with divine timing and patience, which is also what this card is about. It's so funny. So this is two sides of the coin, right? Of the same coin. This line in this card that I pulled today says, change can happen in a heartbeat, but some things require time. You do the prep work so that when the opportunity or when the miracle is ready to occur, you're ready to go with it. Like you're ready to roll with it. So it might take time for you to build the foundation or whatever it is that you need to be able to actually receive the miracle or the opportunity that's on its way to you. So yeah. that might take time. But the miracle itself, it happens in an instant, right? Yeah, that's true. There are moments in time, right? So we think of like days of the week and how each day of the week has a different energy to it. So if you're trying to uh, find love, that's, you, you remind me, but I think it's Friday. This is yeah. just about me and finding love right now. <laughs> and there's literally a song that's called Friday, I'm in Love. It's associated with the goddess Freya. Friday, like Freya's day. And I think it's Tuesday is the day for like financial shifting is something like this. No. So there are portals in time every day of the week of how we should be, how not should, but how we have the opportunity. So you can listen, you could go on a date on a Thursday, like there's nothing wrong with that, but you're not necessarily using the energy of Friday. You're using the energy of Thursday, which I don't know, it's Thor's day. You tell us what that means. I don't know. It's a day of strength. Like you can get a lot done. Strength. But if you think about it, if you have a date on a Thursday and then at midnight, it switches oh, over to Friday. I so, love that. That's yeah. a good point. Just stay out late, guys. That's what I mean. <laughs> and then, of course, there's holidays, right? Or holy days. And in, in any religious, and it could be religious or spiritual or a religious, whatever it is, pagan holidays. And these are also moments in time. So Hanukkah is a great example coming up of. The, you're able to connect with this energy of miracle. So being able to bring miracles to earth and to you and anything is possible. And it makes me think there all there are also, so it's so, so my teacher gave this image this week of you're walking down a hall and there's an opening at the end of the hallway and it has sort of like a sliding door that's moving through the entrance to the next room. And if you time it correctly, you can just walk straight through. But if you don't time it correctly, then you wind up hitting the sliding door yeah. and you're not able to proceed into the room and you have to just wait until this. there's nothing you can do. You're not, oh, you could blast through the door if you wanted to, but just wait a minute until the sliding door moves a little further and then you can waltz into the room easily. And yeah, and I, and I think I, I had this example. I, I think of it because I'm working on this theater piece right now that I've been working on for a while and 
I was really stuck this past month. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why can I not move this? I had these plans in in, in place. And I said, I was going to do this thing in December, this workshop in December, this performance in January, this big presentation in, in August. These were the dates I was deciding arbitrarily. Now, as I say that, I'm like, oh, I should look at what the energy of those timeframes is astrologically. And anyway, but I go and I did a little constellation, which is sort of a communication, a therapeutic communication system. Wow, that's really what it is, technology. And I use this technology. What a weird way to describe it, but I really think that's kind of perfect. I think that's kind <laughs> of right. I've never been able to explain this to people ever. I'm like, you kind of just have to be there. You kind of mm-hmm. just have to experience it. But I think the way that you said it was actually, I was like, that was pretty good. <laughs> that, that feels correct for the yeah. way in which I used it the other day. Mm-hmm. And there's many different ways to use it. But, but yeah, so I was using this communication technology yesterday, spiritual technology. And I asked, what were the reason? Why am I struggling so much with making this happen? And the reason that, that the, the fields gave back to me was it's the wrong time. I was convinced it was going to tell me that it was my own fears, my own getting my own way. Didn't, I didn't have enough information. I wasn't collaborating enough with people. Actually, it's no. all my fault. Yes, that's exactly. I thought it, I was in this place of muscling through force, as you were just saying, like forcing your way in, being like, I'm going to do this. But the field said that was super, super low on the list. They were like, you might have a couple fears, but like one out of 10 is how I did it. They were like, you're at like a two. You're yeah. at two. They're, wow. You're doing pretty well. But number like number 10, like the biggest reason as to what we have the issue with is it's just the wrong timing. Just yeah. come back later. Yeah. It's like the magic eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> Try again later. You're like, damn it. Just give me an answer. No, it's not. And I say, and I also say this to my, my clients all the time, both when I'm doing side work and when I'm doing tarot, because people really are fixated on timing. They really are. And I understand why people ask about time because like you said, timing can be everything. Like now is not the time. And it's also, again, going back to the whole trust thing, it's like trusting that, well, okay, it will happen then when it's supposed to happen, which means that it might not happen. Yeah. So can you live your life from that place of acceptance that what is happening right now and where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Not supposed to be anywhere else or any time else or any place else. This is just exactly how it happened, therefore what was supposed to happen, right? And also knowing that anything can change on a dime. Yeah. So how can we sort of be in this place of acceptance and believing in miracles at the same time? This was my yes for the week. Like we're talking about it right now. And I just want to talk about how to bring about that that transformation or that change, like how to raise your frequency to the mm-hmm. level at which you're now able to hop into that other timeline or shift things greatly. And what you just said, I think there's two secrets that I would say are like my experience, like what I experienced this week, which is one, what you basically just said is like wanting something so deeply, yet at the exact same time, releasing it. Yeah. I want this so badly. I'm deeply desiring it. I'm taking action towards it. Yet at the same time, I'm fine without it. I trust that it's going to come when and if it's supposed to come. For this or something greater, I ask, you and I tend to say, mm-hmm. like trusting that it's all working out exactly as it's supposed to, but like also deeply want it. That would be the first secret I would say is what exactly how you, what you just said. And then the other one would be restriction or leaning into discomfort. And this would be my yes from the week. Three times a day, I pushed myself to be uncomfortable. And it was really hard at first. Even the tiniest things. It's freaking cold outside in New York City. (laughs) Leaving the house was hard. Going to Manhattan to go do the 
to go to a new aerial class. I take aerial hoop, a new aerial class with someone I don't know. That was almost impossible. That really took a lot of effort. But then towards the end of the week, after practicing for two or three days, not even that long, so six to eight to nine times of doing this, like pushing myself into discomfort, it was so easy. And I started doing really hard things without even thinking about it. And now I was reflecting on it today and I was like, boy, it didn't take me a full week to get to the point where this is now just part of the world I live in because I pushed myself and I shed. It's like when you work out and what you're doing is like you're breaking the muscles, right? Yeah. Like you're like causing yeah, tearing them open, which is a yes. disgusting image, it really but gross. it's true. Oh <laughs> so gross. But yeah, like when I'm lifting, I'm tearing the muscles in my arms, right? In my biceps. And then, and then I recover. And now actually lifting is a great analogy because a week ago, maybe I could lift like three pounds. But now a week later, I'm able to lift 15 easily. Mm-hmm. I lift three and it's, oh my gosh, this is nothing, yeah. right? And just, I keep going and I trust that in a week I'll be able to be th- at 30. This is a metaphor. <laughs> the metaphor, everybody, not be able this to is not 30 a regimen. <laughs> Please don't go to the gym with this <laughs> regimen. We um, are not specialists. So um, I think those are the secrets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Want yeah. something greatly and let it go and put yourself in discomfort to shed the current world you're in. Push mm-hmm. yourself. And it doesn't have to be, don't you, don't, you don't have to muscle through, you don't have to force it. But like just the littlest bit, almost like advocating for your inner child is even what I was thinking of. My inner kiddo doesn't want to go, doesn't want to eat its broccoli, right? But I tell, I have to remind as the parent, I have to be like, but listen, child, you do have to eat your broccoli because it's going to make you strong or it's going to make you healthy or I really don't want to go to school. I know, but it's important that you go to school, even though you don't want. So it's just like the lightest push out of discomfort Mm -hmm. or into discomfort, I should say, out of sort of sluggishness and out of that, I don't know, I'm just seeing even enwrapped in, oh, we were talking about last week, the, the uterus, right? Like wrapped in like yeah. a cocoon or wrapped in, you got to push yourself out of the cocoon. So those are my thoughts. And that was my week. That's lovely, actually. My yes for the week was to be more positive. And I can't say that I deliberately or thoughtfully or intentionally did that. But I think because I spoke it out loud, I had so many positive experiences. Mm-hmm. last week. And it was a lot about things that I was, I don't know, I was just like, I just felt I, I was just sort of like uplifted. I was like, ah, there's magic in the air. I was just like, oh, I can feel it. Something is, anything can happen. Like Christmas is, is coming, like Yule is coming. And I, it, it's such a magical time for me personally, specifically. I said yes to a lot of social invitations. I said yes to just like whims. Or like intuitive hits, intuitive whims that were coming through for me, again, which feels magical to me. And me saying yes to those intuitive whims or saying yes to social invitations and like going outside of my apartment really just brought about a lot of synchronicities. Like I was really following my intuition and trusting the divine. And I think that that's what that is. Like me saying that I want to be more positive. I don't want to be dragged down by the molasses of negativity. So I was just I put myself in the frequency of being a little bit above it, like keeping my head above the water. So I was able to see everything that's above the water. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. So it's not like I was waking up today. I'm going to be positive. I just because I made that decision, everything that I experienced was like the majority of my week was very positive and like synchronistic and and magical. And I could just feel everything expanding and more abundance and luck was on my side. and in my family as well, both of my 
siblings had some very good news come through and my mom as well. And everything was just like moving all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Like, again, speaking of collapsing timelines, like the timeline of abundance has arrived. Another thing that I noticed was just like, I was able to receive it. Mm. I was able to just say yes to the things that were coming to me. Yeah, I was really able to receive it with gratitude and I was able to not overthink it. After the social invitations, in the past, I would have, what does Brene Brown call it? A vulnerability hangover mm. where you're kind of like spinning in your head. You're like, oh my God, like I revealed too much of myself. Now I want to cocoon again. That didn't really happen. And I think, again, because I was just up here in the plane of positivity, which was really Awesome. And then just one more thing that I just kind of want to touch on, like this is not exactly connected to my yes of the week, but we talked about it at some point this week, how much we've changed. I was like, oh, my God, we have eight episodes now with this one. It's going to be nine. This is like a, we have a body of work <laughs> that, that exists. And I was like, wow, I wonder if I would listen to the first episode, I would be like, oh, my God, I am not the same person like I was in the first episode. I was like, I wonder if I would even agree with the things that I said in the first episode right. because it just feels like we're changing so, so rapidly. So on that note, what I want to say yes to in the upcoming week is I am going to say yes to change. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I can feel that something in me wants to change, wants to transform, wants to transmute, kind of like you were describing, gently nudging your mm -hmm. inner child into discomfort, because essentially the essence of it is the same thing, right? Like venturing out of your yeah. comfort zone and change, it's the same thing. But I think for me, the word that I want to use is saying yes to change. I just had a really funny thought, which is, so it's just so dramatic. Okay, <laughs> yes. Bring on the like, drama. Because I appreciate it. I don't think I would have gotten here if you hadn't just said like the simplicity of I'm going to embrace change, period, end of discussion. I'm going to welcome in miracles, period, end of discussion. Something that's been on my heart recently has been the shame of wanting or the shame of receiving. It's been something I've been grappling with the last few weeks or so. And I'm now just sort of in this place of processing the shame of why I don't think that it's possible, right? It's, it almost reminds me of being childlike. Mm -hmm. I saw on Instagram the other day, I put myself back on Instagram for a couple of days after my sacred November experience of not on Instagram. And I was like, it's horrible on here. I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Changed my mind. My <laughs> Yeah, it was like, it was just like 48 hours of just, I was like, this is un unnice. This is unnice. Yeah. But I did while I was on there. One funny thing I saw that I appreciated it was this kid writing in her diary. Today, I learned today was the day. And also every word was this is so Kristen, like this could have been out of my diary. And she's like an 11 year old kid. She's like a little too old for this to happen, <laughs> Kristen. And and every word is a different color, which means that she was picking up a different gel pen in every single word to write. Oh, her. Wow. Like, I remember this. that time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she says, and she says, today, today was the day. So dramatic. Today, I learned that Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> so dramatic. And it goes on for a full page. So sweet. And it goes on for a full page about, I wish I'd never asked. I wish. I know. And I remembered it. it brought up in me this memory of when I learned Santa Claus wasn't real. I remember it, it, it toppled my entire understanding of God and reality 
and what was real and what was pretend, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it was quite a little, it was my first spiritual epiphany. I was, I really struggled with it. Yeah, I was grappling with some huge concepts of the meaning of God and the universe. No wonder I wound up the way I did. Maybe it was that moment that led me on this, oh my this mystical path. Anyway, I never you know what? It's honestly, it's very possible. What do we, what do we know what that changed or, mm -hmm. or shifted in you? It's true. Like, if it's not Santa Claus, no. then what is real? Then what, what is it? What can I believe in? And I think there, I think for me, I don't know if it's, it could be actually just related to this. Like I'm, I just do a little child and one work here, but that's coming up of that shame. Yeah. of believing in something that shame of believing in complete transformation like on a mental level oh that sounds great of like everything can change overnight miracles are possible this but also there's so much ah that's so stupid of you that's yes, so high like cynicism yeah exactly like yes. cynicism yeah and i think that's been the shame of receiving mm -hmm. is very tied to that i'm just gonna hold space for that this week and see what happens and and yeah, and start to welcome in miracles because that does feel so silly to say still. There's part of me that's still, oh, I'm still uncomfortable and there's still shame. I'm not adult. I'm not like yeah. practical. But what if it was like super practical to believe in miracles because they're real? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, those are my thoughts. And also, I don't know. I just want to say Santa Claus might be. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't. <laughs> the energy of Santa Claus is definitely real. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm sorry. I look all around me around Christmas time, but they're all over the place. There's a Coca-Cola Santa Claus. There's like Santa Claus on every other Christmas decoration ornament kind of like the energy of Santa Claus is everywhere. So he's actually real. Somebody said the other day to me, how do I know if it's happening in my mind or like they were doing like a, they say they were receiving, they were starting to get in touch with their intuition and they were starting mm -hmm. to download mm -hmm. stuff. And they're like, how do I know if this was like in a meditation? They're like, if this is just my mind making things up or if it was real, like it was actually a download. And I was like, what's the difference? Do you know what I mean? What if that's, isn't that the same thing? I, I don't, I think you're saying the same thing. I think Albert Einstein yeah. has said that, in, that your imagination is the gateway to your intuition, essentially. I did not know that. He was a big proponent of imagination and intuition. And we all love and respect Albert Einstein. He would probably agree that Santa Claus is real to some degree. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I we created also, him. And it exactly. was a collective creation. Exactly. And he is based on someone that actually existed. That's true. Also, I just want to say we also created money and yeah. nations. We drew these lines we created these coins and said, this means something. Especially now. Anything. We barely even carry cash anymore. It's just something in the ether. No. It's just some something just that all exists agree. somewhere digitally. Exactly. Exactly. We all so have agreed that this exists. So therefore it does. So why can't we also agree that we, we have, we've agreed that Santa Claus exists. Okay, so now he does. Yeah. So now he is, uh, let's, we know who that is. That yeah. man with the beard and the red suit, that's Santa Claus. We've this, created that. Right? This reminds me of the Christmas movie. I think I only saw it once. What's it called? A Miracle. A Miracle mm -hmm. on 34th Street, which is this exact thing because it says on, so the, on, on the money, on the dollar bill, it says in God we trust. So that's the mm -hmm. argument I think that someone uses that if we put that on our bills, if we put that on our money, that in mm -hmm. God, something that, that quote unquote, we don't see, it, we are saying as a nation that we trust in God, then why can't Santa Claus be real, essentially? I need to rewatch that movie. It's been a minute. 
Maybe this is an invitation to to everybody to watch that movie, regardless of if you celebrate Christmas or not. It's, yeah. So I don't think it's Boy. a coincidence that a lot of Christmas movies are about that. It's about believing. It is about believing in miracles. It's about believing in something that you can't necessarily see with your naked eye. Wow, this was a lot about miracles today. A Go lot. figure. A very miraculous is, episode. That is today. the energy. Of the, I think starting in two days. So yeah, the energy of the moment. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you for this lovely chat. Let's head into the week believing in miracles and that change is possible. And then it can, can happen. Everything can change. Must be a song in here I know. somewhere. There has that to be a can... song. <laughs> there can be miracles. Why if did that not occur to me earlier? If you believe. believe. That is the perfect song. That is a perfect song. Everybody go listen to that song right now. It's the wrong holiday, though. Perfect. I don't care. It's a perfect song. And it's very Christmassy, orchestrated and everything. That's what we're going to leave you with. Go listen to that song with Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, right? So good. So damn good. Anyway, it's been real, folks. I will see you next week. Goodbye. That concludes this week's episode of The Weekly Yes. You will find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And you can follow us on Instagram as well at The Weekly Yes. We encourage you to believe in miracles this week. This is truly a magical time and we invite you to do something for your inner child, perhaps. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by subscribing or sharing with a friend or give us a kind review in the spirit of the holidays. We offer our sincerest gratitude in advance. Keep saying yes, and we'll see you next week.